Good morning, it's Wednesday, November 29th, and this is the Daily Chirp Podcast. We're bringing you a closer look at one of our top stories and with other important things going on in our community. Today, a concerning pedestrian vehicle collision that took place in Sierra Vista, highlighting issues of road safety and infrastructure. Before we begin, we'd like to thank our sponsors at Lolly Automotive. Hi everyone, I'm Sean Lawley from the Lawley Automotive Group, and we've stocked up on inventory at all of our dealerships. If you've been thinking about a new car, we've got the deal for you on a new Buick, GMC, Chevrolet, Ford, Kia, Hyundai, Honda, Nissan, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram. You don't have to go to Tucson or Phoenix to buy a new vehicle. We're your hometown dealer since 1995. We'll beat the big city dealers in price, and our customer service is small town dealer friendly. Come into any one of the Lawley dealerships today, or shop lollycars.com and see why nobody beats a Lawley deal. Nobody. Now some Arizona trivia. Did you know that Earl Hindman was a Bisbee-born actor best known for his role in the TV sitcom Home Improvement? He played Wilson W. Wilson Jr., the partially visible neighbor known for his wisdom and only showing the top of his face over a fence. Hindman began his career with villain roles in 1973 thrillers The Taking of Pelham 123 and The Parallax View, and appeared in several films including Silverado. His most notable role before Home Improvement was as Bob Reed in Ryan's Hope, where he acted alongside his wife, Molly McGreevy. Hindman, who studied acting at the University of Arizona, passed away in 2003. Today's history is brought to you by Benson Hospital. They're doing more than treating illnesses in Benson, they're building a healthier community. Benson Hospital is now collaborating with the Diaper Bank of Southern Arizona to provide diaper assistance to families in need. For more information, visit their website at bensonhospital.org. Now our feature story. It was around 5.50 p.m. on Wednesday evening when this incident occurred at the intersection of Fry Boulevard and Mormon Avenue. Sierra Vista resident Sarah Turner, 38, was in the midst of crossing Fry Boulevard at a crosswalk near Mormon Avenue. This particular crosswalk, along with several others on Fry Boulevard, lacks rectangular rapid-flashing beacons. These beacons are significant because, according to the U.S. Department of Transportation, they can reduce accidents by up to 47%. But let's return to that evening. Turner, while crossing, was struck by a black Cadillac CTS. The driver, 57-year-old Anthony Miranda, also a resident of Sierra Vista, recounted the moments leading up to the accident. According to Sierra Vista Police Department spokesperson Corporal Scott Borgstad, Miranda was driving in the lane closest to the curb. Unexpectedly, the vehicle next to him in the fast lane stopped abruptly. Unaware of why the vehicle stopped, Miranda continued to drive and collided with Turner, who was in the crosswalk. Turner's injuries were severe enough to necessitate airlifting her to a Tucson hospital for treatment. In the aftermath, Sierra Vista Police Department officers conducted a DUI investigation. Their findings concluded that impairment was not a factor in this collision. As of now, no citations have been issued, and there has been no update on Turner's condition. This incident raises critical questions about road safety and the measures needed to prevent such accidents. The absence of safety beacons at key crosswalks is a point of concern. How can such incidents be mitigated? What steps should be taken to enhance pedestrian safety, especially in areas with high foot traffic? Thanks for listening. Before we continue, a quick message from our sponsors, Prestige Family Living. Hi, this is Kylie Young with Prestige Assisted Living at Sierra Vista. We know the holidays can be a stressful time for those caring for aging loved ones. It's why we have a free resource page on our website with valuable information and support for caregivers. There are blogs, guides, webinars, and more touching on topics that range from memory loss to fall prevention to mental health and much more. 
Courtesy of Prestige Assisted Living at Sierra Vista, it's available at prestigecanhelp.com. That's prestigecanhelp.com. Next, Phoenix's Water Services Department has embarked on a pilot program utilizing artificial intelligence in the sewer system to detect irregularities in wastewater and ultimately enhance water quality. Zach Bradshaw of Cronkite News has the story. The Arizona Department of Environmental Quality wants to convert treated wastewater into safe, reliable, purified water. According to the Phoenix Water Services Department, the city recycles 97% of its water. However, there have been challenges with harmful pollutants being illegally dumped in the runoff water, which makes it harder to purify. There's a lot of things that are put in the sewer system that shouldn't be in the sewer system. The city is testing a water purification device called Can-Do Pulse, which uses artificial intelligence to sense substances that shouldn't be in wastewater, like metals, oils, and poisons. What you are looking for is what is the quality in my wastewater network. And if there is an event, you want to know when was it, who was the source, and how does it impact. The device works by being implemented in a sewer drain. It's hung under the maintenance connector and a sensor dropped in the water detects high levels of harmful substances. Essentially, this is what we will need to ensure that our wastewater is as clean as it can be. The water will be treated so it can safely be used for irrigation and other non-potable uses. The city has implemented 16 devices in sewer lines with the long-term goal to make water purification easier. Unfortunately, a lot of the areas are running out of water in the ground, so we have to resource the water and re reuse it. So this is going to be the future, I think, for all, all areas. Schulte said he expects the number of implemented can-do devices to double within the next six months. So it's going to save money and tax money and employees and manpower. Then it's also going to give a final better product for the farms and industries. With the aid of artificial intelligence, city officials hope the water will someday be safe enough to drink. We're capable of treating water to be used for drinking water, agriculture, um, but the biggest part is recharging it also to replenish our aquifers. Although most people may think the worst of wastewater, CanDo Chief Product Officer Guy Cohen says people should change the way they look at water recycling. We need to understand that environmental changes and global warming are translated into small actions because wastewater is a resource, a very important resource. The city hopes the Candy Pulse can send the problem of unknown polluters down the drain. In Phoenix, Zach Bradshaw, Cronkite News. Thanks for listening. Before we continue, a quick message from our sponsors, Ace Hardware. Hi, this is Les from Sierra Vista Ace. This is a great time to paint. Ace Stocks, Clark and Kensington, Valspar, Dunn Edwards, and our own Ace Royal Paint in interior and exterior finishes. We can computer match other brands and colors too. All the colors you can imagine, even one named Sierra Vista. Decide on the wall or room to paint, bring in a color idea, and let Ace mix your paint. Treat yourself to a new brush and roller too. Save gas, save time, shop Ace first. Sierra Vista Ace since 1981 on the corner of Fry and Highway 9. Next, an upcoming event that you should know about. This Friday, head over to the Bisbee Social Club for an evening of karaoke. Join Bisbee's best, and maybe worst, singers as they entertain the audience with their musical gifts and song choices. Afterwards, stick around for All She Wrote, a honky-tonk blues and rock band from Prescott. Finally, today we're remembering the life of Rosalie Butler. Rosalie was born in Bisbee in 1937 and attended St. Patrick's School and Bisbee High School. In 1955, she married Robert. 
They were together for 55 years before he passed away. She worked as a bookkeeper for James Brophy for many years and became a real estate agent in 1973 and a broker in 1974. She owned and operated Bisbee Realty and was a lifetime member of the Bisbee Women's Club and past president of the Bisbee Chamber of Commerce. Rosalie served on the board of directors at the Copper Queen Community Hospital for 37 years. Rosalie was a generous, caring person who had a wonderful sense of humor and loved having lunch and margaritas with her friends. She will be missed. She's survived by her daughter, son, grandchildren, brothers, and sister. Thank you for taking a moment to celebrate and remember Rosalie's life. Thanks for tuning in to the Herald Review podcast today. And remember, the Herald Review is here for you with local news you can trust. Subscribe today for unlimited access to all of our content for just $14 per month. This is less than the cost of one hour of one reporter's work on a single story. Also, want to stay up to date on what's going on? Join Neighbor, your trusted neighborhood community. Neighbor is a free online forum you can trust to connect with your community, focus on facts, and make a difference. Join the conversation. Visit nabur.myheraldreview.com. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood, especially in Cochise County. Become part of the hyperlocal conversation on Cochise County's exclusive social media platform, Neighbor. That's N-A-B-U-R. Your neighbors are striking up meaningful conversations, sharing exquisite Cochise County photos, and respecting each other's views without any other social media noise. No unwanted advertising and only respectful conversations on hot community topics. That's right. Our journalism project manager can set the record straight and help answer any pressing questions about the happenings in our community. Join the conversation at myheraldreview.com slash N-A-B-U-R.